Hi friends, back again. With us, Daddy Max, Daddy. Daddy. Okay, for today, what will we read for the listeners? The Wind in the Willows. The Wind in the Willows, illustrated by Maggie Downer. Okay? We yeah, okay and Casey will read. Who will read? You. You and me, I mean. Okay, so... Friends, enjoy the story. Charles, enjoy. The Wind in the Willows The mole had been working hard all morning, spring cleaning his home. His back and arms ache, and he had dust in his throat and eyes. It was small wonder then that he suddenly said, Hang spring cleaning, bolted out of the house and scrapped busily with his little paws till his snout came out into the sunlight. Daddy, hmm. can you read this? Mole and... He lives underground? Yep. He soon found himself rolling in the warm grass of a, of a meadow. After jumping off all his four legs in the joy of living and the delight of spring without its cleaning, he meandered aimlessly along. What is aimlessly? Without aim, aimlessly. What is aim? Without direction, okay? He thought his happiness was complete with when abruptly he came to the edge of a river. Never in his life had he seen a river before, and the mole was bewitched, entranced, fascinated. As he sat on the grass and looked across the river, he noticed a brown face with whiskers. It was the water rat. Hello, rat, said the no, mole. Don't like that. Hello, rat. Hello, rat, said the mole. Would you like to come out in my boat? No, as water rat. He's, so he's how? Like, Would you like to come out in my boat? Okay, as water rat. And with that, he unfastened a little boat, hopped into it, and sculled smartly across. As the mole gingerly stepped down, he explained to his new acquaintance that he had never been in a boat before. The rat sighed happily. Believe me, Mo, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, half so much worth doing as a simply messing, messing about in boats. That was the day that the mole and the water rat became the best of friends. Maybe. You know that why the duck go to the fashion field? I don't know. Why? He wants to take it. One day, the rat told Mole of a very important person who lived in the wild wood. So while the rat dozed, the Mole decided to meet his this Mr. Badger. Nothing in the wood alarmed him at first, but as night fell, trouble began. Everywhere he looked were thin faces with hard eyes. Hundreds of them, all glaring at him with malice. Terrified, the mole swung off the path and, hearing feet chasing behind him, took refuge in the hollow of a tree. Meanwhile, the rat had awoken to discover mole's absence and his footprints heading into the dangerous wild wood. He set off after him at once and patiently hunted through the wood for an hour when at last he heard a whimpering coming from an old beech tree. Ratty, is that you? I've been so fright. 
I mean, Reddy, is that you? I've been so frightened. Cried Mole. Yeah. Together they made their way to the home of Mr. Badger who was quite taken aback to find two small animals on his stoop in the middle of the night. After being introduced to the mole, Badger ushered the pair inside for some dinner. After the meal was finished, they gathered round the warmth of the fire. Badger said heartily, Now, tell me news from your part of the world, house old toad. Toad was a good friend of the tree who had lately shown much interest in motor cars. Unfortunately, he was rather a dangerous driver and had suffered many crashes. Where, where is friends? Said Rat. Can't we do something? And so it was that the next day the three friends made their way to Toad Hole, a very grand residence by the river. It was lucky they arrived when they did, for the toad had just taken delivery of a new, exceptionally powerful motor car. Hello, you're just in time to come with me for a jolly ride. Toad announced with a grin, but his face fell as he noticed the stern expression on his friends' faces. Take him inside, said the badger firmly to his companions. Then he turned to the chauffeur in charge of the new motor car. Mr. Toad has changed his mind. He will not be requiring the car. And with that, he followed the others inside and shut the door. The mole and the rat each took an arm and dragged a sorrowful toad up the it's stairs. Sorrowful. Sorrow is like this. They agreed that if he was to be cured, he must be locked in his bedroom until the obsession had passed. He must never be left unguarded, decided Badger. So for many weeks, the trio took it in turns to watch over the toad. One fine morning, the rat went up with Toad's breakfast to find him still lying in bed. Could you possibly fetch the doctor, Ratty? asked Toad. And with that, he closed his eyes and lay exhausted on the pillow. On the pillow. Pillow. The rat was most alarmed, and off he ran to the village straight away, locking the door behind him. As soon as he heard the key turn, the wily, wily toad. What is wily? I don't know. Hoped out of bed, knotted his bed sheets together, nothing? and climbed out of the window. He walked all morning until he reached a little inn. He was about to order a substantial luncheon when he heard the unmistakably beep, beep, of a I, motor car no, no, outside. No, I know this boop, boop. <laughs> he casually sauntered outside <laughs> thinking to himself, There cannot be any harm in just looking at it. Toad walked slowly around the car, musing deeply. I wonder if this sort of car starts easily. He said to himself. He began to turn the starting handle and as a familiar sound issued forth, the old passion seized Toad, body and soul. As if in a dream, he found himself in the driver's seat and swung the car onto the road. He increased his speed and his, as he tore through open country, he was only conscious that he was Toad at his best once more. Toad's spree did not last long, however. And before the day was out, he had landed himself in court. 
This hardened ruffian has been found guilty of stealing a motor car and of driving to the public danger, What announced the judge. I don't know, judge. I thereby sentence him to two years for the theft, three years for the furious driving, and fifteen years for the appalling chick. That adds up to twenty years. Then the officer of the law fell upon the hapless toad and dragged him up from the courthouse. The waiting crowd jeered as the prisoner entered the castle, and soon he found himself in the grimmest dungeon in the land. This is the end of everything, he wailed. Stupid animal that I was, now I must languish in jail. How right my friends were. So with lamentation he passed his days and night. Now the jailer had a good-hearted daughter who thought it a great shame that a poor animal should be locked up in prison. What is prison? Prison, the one who the bad guy uh, locked up. Toad, the girl said one morning. I have a nun who does laundry for all the prisoners. She could lend you her dress and bonnet and you could escape as a washerwoman. So that's just what Toad did and he soon arrived at Red's home. After a long meal in which Toad recounted all his adventures to the Red, he suggested taking a stroll back to Toad Hall. A stroll? cried the Red. Do you mean you haven't heard about the stoats and the weasels? The wild waters, whispered the toad, turning rather pale. Fifth, taken toad hole, said Red. Mullen Badger moved in to look after it, but one night the, the villains invaded. Now you're back. We must stop them all and badger," said Red. So the friends were united, and together they plotted to overthrow the invaders the very next night, when a banquet was planned to celebrate the chief weasel's birthday. When it began to grow dark, dark, dark they all armed themselves and made ready. The animals crept up an underground passage that the badger had discovered. Presently, they heard a great deal of sound as if people were cheering and stamping. Soon, they were scrambling through a trapdoor and into the butler's pantry. The badger drew himself up and cried, The hour is come, my friends. Follow me. He flung the door wide open. My, what squeaking and screeching filled the air. Terrified weasels dived under the tables and sprang madly up at the, min- at the windows. Ferrets rushed widely for the fireplace and got hopelessly jammed in the chimney. The mighty the badger, the brave mole, the determined rat, and the frenzied toad strode wrathfully into the room. They were but four in all, but to the panic-stricken weasels, the hall seemed full of monstrous animals. They fled with squeals of terror and dismay, this way and that, anywhere, to get out of reach of those terrible sticks. Up and down strode the four friends, whacking with their sticks, and in five minutes the room was clear. The toad then surveyed the room and took a deep breath. Thank you kindly, dear comrades, for all your trouble tonight. That pleased Badger, who said, There spoke my brave toad. 
The next day, the friends gathered together. They looked at each other, quite unsure of what to say now that the crisis was ended. Red began. You must turn over new leaf, Toad. Now it's the time to start. Toad flung his hat in his handkerchief. Dibbin thought. At last he raised his head. You are right, Ratty. Henceforth I will be a very different Toad. Mole clapped his hands with delight. Well then, well then, we must have a banquet at once to celebrate. The end. That's it, friends. The story about the wind in the willows. What do because you think about it? It's Charles? good, but I'm happy because it's our first duet. <laughs> Thank you. You're a very good storyteller as well. Yeah, because I know the voice of Mo and Rat. I'm become the badger and toad, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like the character. My favorite character of Benton is Humongousaur yeah. and we're not Water talking Heroes about Benton. So, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is: do not drive a car too fast. Mm-hmm. If you drive a car too fast, later you will go. You will drive to the public danger, okay. which and then keeps what the else? rabbits scared and make the birds fly away to the tree. What else? What about the four friends: the toad, the mole, the rat, and the ba- the badger? And be friends together and. No matter what no are matter what you what, are, what you, and no matter you, what you are, you should be friends. You should be friends. Okay. 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 So we'll see you next time, friends. Bye. Stop.